Welcome to Bloom in Full Color, where we live life in high definition. Happy New Year! <laughs> uh, Jennifer Moss, PJ McGuire, Dave Holly. Hi. We are talking about something I have been living in the middle of for probably the last five years. Mm. It just seems to have compounded in the last couple of weeks, and it is called Burnout. I'm I so just burned out. Happen to have a book that I've read. This is my third time reading it. Third time. Um, I learn something new every time. And it's more targeted at women, but it's basically talks about the burnout that happens in modern life. Okay, so we were born as a Homo sapien, right? I'm probably not saying this correctly. All you archaeologists, it's fine. Move on. We are not playing that game. <laughs> okay. I'm not a scientist. I kind of am, but not the same way. Um, so what our bodies, f- you know, foundation is a fight, flight, or freeze response, right? And any kind of a stressful situation. But that was evolved from like being chased by a lion. Mm-hmm. All right. Now it's triggered by a stressful email or a coworker who's being an ass or a Negative situation at work or the general stressors of being a parent living in the world with a job in America or, you know, paying for groceries mm. <laughs> as we were with just today's talking prices, with yes. today's prices. Yes. So fight or flight or freeze, which is where I've been living. I've been living in a state of freeze because I no longer have enough energy to fight or flight response. <laughs> so I'm stuck in a freeze response. So I'm tr- trying to cycle out of that. So, so I had to so circle would you back say to this book. That stress levels are higher today than they were 50 years ago? Yes. Or is it a different type of stress? I think, yes, it's more stressful because there's never a break. So the speed of life has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, they said, that the generation before this, you know, you had to go to a library and look up an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. And so the generation that has everything at their fingertips should be smarter. And- I am not far removed where we had yeah. an encyclopedia of the month you know, where we would get a new that thing. Absolutely. Okay. Have you ever seen I those sets? It's like four yeah. years worth of shit. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. I thought encyclopedias were cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think encyclopedias are cool, but I'm a knowledge nerd. Like, I'm always learning. I always want to learn things. And that's why my house is full of books. And people are like, why do you buy books? I'm like, because they smell and touch and taste and feel like I like a book. Now, do I still have a Kindle and I still get a lot of digital books? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like them in all different avenues because that's how I, I don't have time to sit down and read a book. I'm actually listening to this this time. On the way home and kind of stuff, right? And on the way back to work. But burnout is a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that women who are the primary caretaker in their households that work full time suffer it more just because we're expected to Mm -hmm. play a different role. But you're carrying a way heavier role almost Mm -hmm. always. Well, and like, how many single moms have you talked to? And they're like, oh, well, you're just a single mom. I was like, no, that Mm -hmm. bitch is a CEO. Just Get out of her way. She can run her entire household, keep everybody on schedule, keep everybody fed, everybody cleaned. She might be, you know, dehydrated, dirty, and hungry, and sleep deprived, but she's running it. Well, you know, fast forward to today, we're all experiencing that in our own way. Do you guys go home and cook dinner? I do not. (laughs) crickets <laughs> i do does peanut butter and jelly count 
I almost had cereal for dinner last night. I was really tempted. I might have cereal tonight. It happens. Hey, I, everybody I, still well, survives. Yes, everybody yes, still lives. I, well, and my husband was like, "You bought cereal." I was like, "My." Grown ass adult self might have cereal for dinner this week. <laughs> and he was just like, You look excited about that. I said, I am. I'm gonna slice bananas on it. I'm so excited. <laughs> he did he didn't think I was serious. I was like, no, bitch, when I don't want to cook, that is what is for dinner. <laughs> I'm having cereal. I don't give a shit what you eat. You can have a hot pocket for all I care. That's so I'm married to a business owner. Do you think he comes home and cooks? I mean, yes, if I instruct him to leave out. If I buy the food oh, and I leave that, out the recipe no. and I do all the lead work, absolutely. That's modern dinner. stuff. Yeah. She shops. She brings the food home. She does the prep cooking. She puts the steak on a plate. He fires up the grill, puts the steak in her, and goes, thanks for cooking dinner. Dad. Yeah. Hold on. Who did all the Excuse damn work? Me? I don't yeah. think that and was. And I'm not picking yeah. on My yeah, husband yeah, will yeah. do anything I ask him to. I'm not picking on him at all. But that's but, modern life. 100%. But that's modern yeah. life. And the women are still carrying too much weight. So I think that we have a tendency to break before men do. But we also have a lot more longevity before we get there because you guys don't have the same amount of pressure on you. Just well, we, because we the modern it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different type of pressure. Okay. How is your pressure different than my pressure? My pressure is I've got the pressures at work of running an operation. Ditto. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, let's just go yeah, side no, by I'm side. Just, I'm just saying. So get the, to your those, wife, different conversation. Absolutely. No, I, absolutely. I understand. But like if you and I tallied it up side by side, we're probably exactly the same. More so because you're raising two girls. Yep. I'm not. My, and raising, my, my kids a household. are household. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because you, you have yourself and your partner right. in your home. Mm. You have a whole slew of four-legged creatures. Right. That but that's self, also self-induced hers, pain. Not his self-induction. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> he married her. But he married her. And you. so I have to tolerate football. He has to tolerate pet fur. Right. Problem solved. Like, it's just, I don't care that much about football, but Vandals won and they're in the But I'm saying, I'm what I'm saying is that I, I think burnout is still the same regardless if you're a woman or a man. It's going to be the different triggers yeah. that are bringing it on. Well, and different things will break it. So I had a really small thing happen last Friday and I erupted. And it was like straw that broke the camel's was home back. or work? This was home. Okay. And I was like, Postal going through my CSI. I think she episodes. was. I think she was Stabby. almost there because um, oh, she, was, she talked to me on Friday and yeah. it was like, ooh, I, it started you know. here. It, it might have finished here. in her house. It finished it there. It started here. Uh, and you want to know? I did it. It was French fries. French fries and clothing instructions are what set me to the absolute <laughs> level twenty to the moon. And, and I was like, I know how to hide a body. Yeah. Now, I, I know somebody with a pig farm. Like I was going down the list, and my daughters were like, Ooh, "Danger, Will Robinson! She danger!" Is very, very angry. And I was like, "Don't look at me!" Don't. I had four people come up to me, and I burst into tears. And they said, "How are you?" I said, "Not good. Not not good at all." And I could. They all understood. Gave me a hug and said, "If there's anything you need," I said, "Thank you." I appreciate it. I'm just trying to get through the next hour and a half while I freeze my ass off in this weather for a child that doesn't even give a shit if I'm here. Yeah, it was totally one of those. And I was literally like, I know somebody with a pig farm. If I cut off the limbs like this, like I was 120% there. And my husband knew that. And we we are totally fine. <laughs> it's no problems. But <laughs> no one died was, in the filming of this no, video. Nobody. No animals, no children were harmed in, was, the, in the making of this podcast. See, I still think in the in the realm of things, 
why we haven't reached out to HGTV or Discovery or anything like that. Where is our film crew that is filming our daily actions? I think we could be as much fun as Pawn Stars. I, and You know, you know a great day here. We're all laughing and giggling and true. having a good time. I'd say most days. Yep. Yeah, most which days. does help take the edge off burnout. Yeah. So oh the God. reason I was able to get through the last month that when before we were filming this, you know, you were out for two weeks. Right. My brother was out for a month. So, and we had a whole bunch of things happening at work that were <laughs> not small, oh, no, not no, little, no. huge, massive, like Giant. earn your stripes as a business owner bullshit. <laughs> and my father just retired and my mother's trying to pick up the other pieces that I could not carry that were imperative for the company to function. And I'm just going home, just going, and you want to eat and have clean clothes? Well, Tough shit. Figure it out. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Here's a quarter. Call yeah. someone who cares. Yeah. Well, it, it this was is like... the world's smallest violin playing just for you, 12-year-old. Yeah. With the, Like, I, do, I would have to start every week to say I am at my max level. Because with my kids, we qualified. Like, hey, I, I only have 10% today. Your dad's going to have to make up for the other 90. And that doesn't always work. So I, I learned this trick from Brene Brown from one of her books. She, she would start... Um, she talks about when her and her husband connect uh, at the end of the day, they'll come into the conversation and one of them goes, I have 25%. So they have to collectively come up with 100% between the two of them. Mm. So the other partner will go, oh, gosh, I only have 30. Where are we going to find the other 55? And so they'll actually work together. So my husband and I have talked about that and sometimes it works. Well, in the middle of all this, I was a single parent at home. My husband's been in a three-month thrash of working seven days a week, 12 to 16 hour days mm. on top of everything else. And then we had a death in the family. So this was oh, which, no small amount. As of, of recently, it seems to be the salt yeah. on top of your yeah. shit salad. <laughs> like, oh, it's just pile, pile, let somebody die. <laughs> yeah. That's your the, the last two years or a yeah. year and a half. Yeah, this, this seems to be a theme. Yeah. Hard season of life. Reoccurring with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hard season of life. But, you know. I firmly believe some people would say, you know, if those who believe in God, I'm not of that mindset. That's fine. I don't know. No criticism at all. Everybody has their belief system. But they always that there's the saying, you know, God wouldn't give you more than you can handle. I firmly believe the universe. This is not happening to me. This is happening for me. I just haven't found exactly why the, it's happening. Yeah, exactly the message the, yet. But I will say we went through. There was a hard business situation. I'm not going to get into details, but um, a very, very challenging scenario. And I actually didn't find myself in this deep seed fury that I expected to feel in that like rage and fury. <laughs> it was kind of one of those because I'd been through a similar one three or so years ago with another similar situation with a a challenge. Was I yep. light yep. enough? Yep. Did I keep no, that's, that's one way that to ominous yep. enough? Yep. But because I'd been through that and I couldn't in that moment be like, how is this happening for me? Yep. Because fucking stupid, <laughs> like, rrr. I mean, I'd three solid months of going home just going, I hate this, you know, and just trying to be like, okay, you know, that's, that's why I have my smut reader on. Like, how does Jennifer deal? Like, I've had several people ask me, how are you surviving? right now with everything that's on your plate. It's like, I go home and I disconnect. I don't think about it. I get myself into a fantasy smut novel. I was going to say, how the <laughs> hell do you do that? Because 
it Shit, has I need some help. nothing. <clears throat> like if I'm reading about dragons and elves and fairies, yeah. What about that has to do with flowers? Uh, except them like pl- pressing a leaf and like a forest grows or something ridiculous and so outlandish that it would never happen in this world. Like I do firmly believe that there's something in this happening for me, but I found that through burnout, it's really easy to spiral into the negative. Super, super easy. But I have to remember in those moments, like, hey, walk away. You cannot ever solve the problem in the same state of mind in which it happens. So you have to walk away. Like just yesterday to today, in the frustration of the transition of Dave and Dewey coming back to the office, taking things off my plate and taking the lead back on projects that are under their realm. Right. And, you know, taking that burden off of me, whatever that was. I mean, our our equipment stuff like just handing that off like oh thank god i want to <laughs> deal with that you know had i dealt with it for the four weeks before that absolutely because that's what you needed right that that's was that was time. my role mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. this period of time and so that's what i stepped in i asked the team to come in on thanksgiving weekend and work for two days what does that mean i'm in here with you because that's the kind of boss i am i refuse to be like hey just call in and let me know how things are going had i been out of town at family, like the rest of my family was dealing with the death in the family, that would have been different. You guys would have been fine. You would have managed without me, but I I didn't actually need to be there yet. It wasn't a funeral. That's not it. It was a check-in Supporting with the, the other yep. grandparent, you know, so I didn't need to be there. So we, we worked as a family and said, all right, who needs to be where? And we strategically placed it. I was the best case scenario to be on site. So that's what you do. You step up in those moments. You find that inner. Now, it is okay to draw a boundary when you go home. So I'd go home and say, kids, I got nothing left in the tank. There's leftovers in the fridge. I don't care if you have ice cream for dinner. Is your homework done? Are your chores done? Great. I'm going to get in the bath. Don't talk to me. Yep. And they're like, okay, cool. Love you. We're going to watch a show. Okay, great. Did you get your 30 minutes of reading in? Okay, cool. My kids are old enough. I'm thank God I don't have littles at home. Because if you had littles, yeah, well, well you can't even understand. Yeah, they don't. No, understand. I would have, <laughs> I would have imploded. I'd be in a <laughs> mental institution right now, <laughs> without question. <laughs> no, and I I broke twice last week on my husband and just said I need your help. The first one was not homicide. It was hey, I need you to figure out how to manage your company in a way that you can accommodate four working hours in an afternoon. One day a week to spend with your children. I don't need you to be a husband. I need you to be a parent for one afternoon a week. You can just take that off of me for one afternoon. And it's not like it's just time spent with him. They were just missing him. It's not like he's going to be doing the cooking and chores during that time. It was just taking that little bit so that they got that piece of dad. Because it couldn't be mom and dad, effectively. (laughs) It just wasn't working. And, you know, thank God we have a situation that it all works. But, um, all right, I see a truck driving by that is slightly familiar. Hmm. Not the same one. Anyhow, so uh, it's one of those things where if you're getting fried, and I knew for a fact that I was just totally boo, boo, boo. like the the car is running out of gas it's starting to sputter the the gauges are going a little haywire and you're like oh do i have enough fumes to get to the gas station well i'm i'm broken down about a mile out 
<laughs> and I haven't quite Call, made it. <laughs> um, I've set up camp. <laughs> I've got the lawn chair she out. Has a fire I'm going. sleeping. <laughs> that's where I'm at. And that's okay. So it's one of those things where I can self-regulate and I can self-check in. And I know I've been getting closer and closer to this, but I've I finally fractured. And it's okay because I know that. And now I've got support team back. So I can take a step back. But how how do you deal with these things? How do you set yourself up to fill your cup back up? How do you accommodate time in your household? How do you how do you, you do how this? do you break that chain though of being so burnt out, so dejected to bring you back up to that level? It's a, it's a mindset to come back. thing. Absolutely, it's a mindset thing. You've <clears> got to. So I'm. I found that I used to skip this step, and I've stopped skipping this step because it's not a good idea. I let myself feel the feelings down. I sit in it. I don't distract myself. I don't try to push them down. If I have to like just push through something, I will have to put them to the side mm-hmm. for a minute. I absolutely will have to do that. Like I had to do it earlier today. I had an emotional response to a question and I had to just be like, okay, I'm going to walk in the other door. That'll give me enough time for my eyes to calm down, not be so red and I'll be okay. You know, and I could shake it off and keep moving. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean I don't still feel those feelings. They haven't gone away. So I actually will take time to just be upset. And I'll just sit in it and I'll be okay. And I, like, if I feel myself getting teary as a female, like, cry it out. I'll go work out aggressively. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever raked leaves when angry. Well, buddy, you can be fast. So I'll lean into like, and I, I always know that things, I have little triggers, right? So I know when my depression's coming back because of how hard it is to get out of bed. I know when um, I'm really on edge because the first emotion I feel is anger. Mm-hmm. When that happens, I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> this is a flag. <laughs> and so in it, I see it a lot in the spring when... Something stupid happens, right. like some somebody's but just not thinking, and we're they all, make an error. We're all in that in that realm, Anger's and we've the talked about this. Emotion. We've talked about this in in our previous podcast, where yeah. it is a very hectic spring. Yeah. You know, yeah. every single year, it doesn't Hell. matter when. And go back a couple of years with COVID, we've talked about that oh. as well on how much stress there was. Generally, this time of year, there's not a lot of stress other than on a personal side, but at the same point. We're going through Massive management changes, changes here. Massive huh. and changes. It's, it's, changes isn't even a big enough word. And yeah. I'm not being a turd. Yeah. We're not changing. We're burning shit down and rebuilding right. from the ground. It's not a change. Right. No, a we, change is swippy swappy. <laughs> That's not what we've done. It's a philosophy. We're it's, like, it's a whole no, new... I dynamited that shit right. over there. And yeah. we're going to build some other shit over yonder. Come no, on. We went from driving on roads to building a ship. Exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah. or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. We no, went from, we went from paddling a canoe. animals to yeah. full on land base. Yeah. Travis is on the other side of this, yeah. this window laughing at us because he's like, yep, that's what we're doing. Oh, we're, yeah, we went from paddling. To flying a 747 is yeah. what we did. Like, okay, this is a slight step up. What the hell's going on? So, massive changes. Trying to live that. We're in the messy middle. This is a process. We knew what we were doing when we walked into it. And then we had other variables that have <laughs> that we really, never d- thought that would d- be that have that really <laughs> compounded things. And so, we are living a state of just ultimate, just like, yep. holy shit, what happened? Question. And I don't know the answer. I'm literally throwing mm-hmm. out for the group, right? 
are we carrying a little extra stress because we never got a break during COVID? Yes. Like, Absolutely. We did not yep. miss, we, the COVID our team yeah. oh, yeah. the didn't COVID miss a hangover. single minute of work, right. didn't miss a day of, we never stopped. We never right. got and a I day off. I had friends who like, house? I had two what? years off. And they, I just collected and, checks. And thank like, God for it. I mean, so no, that we it, were. I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. complaining. My other <laughs> friends, like they had two years off. Yes, they're stressed with that. Yes. But Do you know they how had a break. I feel like such an asshole. When somebody is like, yeah, COVID was so hard on my mental health. I was just locked in the house. And I'm like. Bite me. Yeah. Double bite me. I'm going to nut punch yeah. you. Yeah. Right in the, exactly. Are you kidding? I was an essential employee getting my ass chewed, being called a Damn. communist because I'm hiding the goddamn red geraniums. There's no red geraniums left, lady. They're gone. <laughs> like, I'm not pigeonholing them in the back for myself. They're yours. I don't care about plants. Fucking take them. Like, it was so hard on us. Have we gotten a break since then? No, no, no. because... The supply chain was screwed up. The employee pool completely got balked and changed. You know, every process you thought you knew, every system you thought you could rely on, forget about that. You're going to have to reinvent the wheel, then build the son of a bitch with paper sticks or some, like something silly. You, you didn't have a choice. I started to like look at this. I haven't had a break since we lost Kings as a customer. That was 2017. Like, my burnout has probably compounded over the last seven to eight years. That's okay. Probably. No, not probably. <laughs> 1,000%. I just downplayed it. Yeah. I just did what every female has been taught to socially do. <laughs> no. I just downplayed it and said, I can handle it. It's fine. I'll take a breath. We'll be okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. I just saw Serena Williams. I think it was Serena. I don't think it was Venus. I think it was Serena. They look the same in my defense. Mm, I have twins <laughs> in my defense as well. Mine are fraternal. They're not I twins, though. They're fraternal. No. Yeah. The older sister, younger sister. No, yeah. yours. I'm talking about Venus and Serena. Girls. Oh, are they? 100%. Yeah. They're not they're twins. Venus, no, they are yeah. not. I'm That's asshole. why I'm pointing. No, yeah. not even close. <laughs> See, Venus okay, is the older sister. Serena is the checking sister. Jennifer. She yeah. doesn't <laughs> know what she's talking about, clearly. They both play they both tennis. played professional tennis, no doubt. Not volleyball. Serena played I longer. I said volleyball. Yep. Definitely not volleyball. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Wow. This is and how burnt out she is. This is, this is a burnt <laughs> yeah, yes. This is not an ad for Emily and Amelia, but this book is fire. And there's a whole <laughs> chapter on the game is rigged and the the bikini industrial complex. Oh, no and doubt. And so women, we have a completely different expectation as to what you're saying. Did either of you go home and cook dinner? No. And so, like, it's... One of those things, Serena was saying, it's okay to not be okay. None, There's a lot of people that are just not okay. And it's okay. As long as you can own that space, not try to hide in it, not try to use it as a weapon. I may not be okay, but I'm not using it against you. And as my brother said, please don't stay and be a martyr. <laughs> Take some time. And it's like, you're right, because I am starting to feel like a martyr. I don't want to be a martyr. I am a cautiously optimistic person that shows up and I'm the cheerleader of the company on Four and a half out of five days of the week, regularly. Well, we especially screwed ourselves this year because instead of saying, I, I feel like what's super important for us, and we've screwed this up the last couple, was to time those breaks. We've got, we, I'm looking at us, we have got to figure out how to get away from here in June or July. Have to. Like, there's no, that's not yeah. negotiable. Like, I, I think, whatever I, the I end is, whatever yeah. the I end is. I don't get time then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so I don't know when that end is, right. but we, whenever the end, you can't wait till December to do it. It has no, to be, oh, my season's we wrapping have to up. Go, so go. we yeah. go all the way to the end of June, 
and then we go immediately into planning in July. Then we go immediately into budgets, <laughs> and then we go immediately into production. And I was like, shit, it's next year already. That's exactly yep. right. Where's like, the break? Yeah, there's you, just not. There one. isn't one. And I feel like that's a that's what, mistake on our part. If you part, ever right? see any of us on the street and you say, so you get the whole winter off, oh. if you get a glare and we don't ever speak to you again, <laughs> there's a reason. It's not personal. It's just offensive. It all looks easy from the outside. It does. You know, a, lot oh, of, a lot of people don't understand what we Flowers? Do. You work in the spring. Oh, you got to play with plants all the time? I'm like, yeah. That's let's That's what keeps it. us sane. That's right. Like, you know, actually, my favorite part when I'm having a stressful day is to go get lost in the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. When there's something out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, when there's something out there. You can know that we got a couple of hidey places that we go to hide. <laughs> you know, you know, if you find a couple of us in the custom planning department, don't talk to them. They're hiding. Here. <laughs> They're hiding. Yeah. And I think and I think that's She's natural got her for hand in her dirt. That's natural for a lot of us. Yeah. So when I would get stressful or uh, I've got to take a break from the spreadsheets or whatever. Crops, I would go rock walk the crops. I'd right. go into retail. I would help in retail. I would go plant on the planting lines. Yep. Just something to Just break to up. Change it. Right. Absolutely. Plants don't talk back. Plants don't yeah. tell you your formula's wrong. Yeah. Plants are so I just and then they're talking shit on the blind and they're like, "This isn't any better." Yeah. Than no, I'm gonna go. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> they're still talking about work. Yeah. Still <laughs> no, I. There's there's a moment every once in a while you got to kind of have your moment, right. but we also have kind of you can have a frustrating moment at work, especially during burnout. And I was we were talking with another lead yesterday, said and. She, this is somebody who's inherently positive as well. Um, who's running an apartment and they were talking through a frustrating situation and they were just like, God, I got so mad. And we, I, at that point empowered this person and said, all right, Dave and Dewey and I have kind of a tag you're it situation. If we get furious pissed and we're just like, I am going to fire everybody in five <laughs> minutes just so I never have to see them again. Like it said, okay. You need to go. You're going to go take a long lunch. But it's <laughs> not your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. Okay, yeah. hey, bye. It's called <laughs> come, a... Come yeah. back when you're ready. <laughs> Corporate lunch. You start with martinis. <laughs> we'll work our way to salads. <laughs> fine. There's fine. a salad in there. There was an olive. <laughs> that's, that's I had right. a salad in my cocktail. <laughs> this is where wine is a salad. So just knowing that and having that self-awareness, um, I did have a moment where I broke during the season in June and got really angry and frustrated and I slammed a door and my, my, how is this working for you moment is I realized nothing I said in a raised voice, which was a problem. Like I already know I didn't show up right there, but I didn't say anything I couldn't recover from. I didn't say right. anything that I had to apologize for. Everything was completely valid. It was just said at a high volume, perhaps while I was stomping, you know, manageable but that was a win for me right. because two three five six years ago that would have been a different no, conversation what it is it's a sign of growth correct i hope that's so. what it is <laughs> i'm saying you know, is as you're talking i'm like you're <laughs> way more introspective than yeah. most people are like oh yeah. i know my triggers and right. you're way farther ahead than most. oh no i definitely saying, know my triggers way farther ahead. i i know what to look for I, but i've done a ton of this work that's, that's have, what i'm saying i've sat in it i've sat in the discomfort i also am not afraid of being uncomfortable I live in it. It's. I mean, I tell my people, there's two things I always say. I know all the reasons it can work or can't work. I need to know the reasons it can. And then second, you know, my job is to make you uncomfortable because that's the only place in which growth happens. Right. So I've lived in discomfort. I've been uncomfortable for the last eight years of the nonsense. It's kings liquidated. I, I look at it when, when we're in a stressful situation. 
I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. I can talk to Dewey in a way that's not going to affect my job performance. And it won't, Whereas, it won't affect our relationship exactly, either. Exactly. Where I've got to be professional when I'm talking with everybody else. Right. Different things. Because okay. they're judging you at Absolutely. that point. Absolutely. Right. Well, you're but being held judging. in a leadership but role. But when I'm right. talking to you're my peers, right. when they were reporting to me and now I'm reporting to them type thing, it's like, okay, here is where I'm at. And here's my frustration yeah. that I can't share with the group. Right. Well, and I've found that through this last month of very hard, I have a group of friends. Many of them watch this podcast. I love you all. Um, everybody's, it, and it's like a group of six couples, so there's 12 of us. Everybody's business owner in that group. Every single one of us. I completely understand. And because of that, now I have an entirely different mm-hmm. resource set. Now, that doesn't make my other friends who aren't business owners unimportant they've been incredibly valuable through the process they haven't been as present because i haven't been reaching out it's on me but at the same time i now have people checking in on me and saying man how's that going and they've been going through super hard season of life stuff too. shared struggles right? shared right. experiences well, and what we're doesn't going discount through, from yeah. others i yep. can't talk to an employee about what we're going oh, through right. i can't right. talk to somebody who just you know shows up to a job eight to five and doesn't care about anything else about this because they're just like man you sound entitled and self. It's like, it's not the same thing. So what I would say, the message there is we're not going to be talking to everybody who's a right. business owner. And I'm right. not discrediting that. Not in any way, shape, or form. It's just like talking to a single man. He's never going to understand the struggles of a single parent. Right. It's not like a man who's never had children, who isn't in a committed relationship, is not never going to understand it. what a single mom's going through. Okay? Let's just be honest. It's a perspective issue. But what I would say is build your tribe that you can lean on in those moments. But figure out what your toolkit is. I have a toolkit. I know the things that I need in these moments. I need time by myself. I need time with my friends. I need constructive time with my family that has nothing to do with work. I don't need criticism. I don't need extra work. I need things that inspire me and create me or like or creation based like I but I need enough space to want to create. There's also a thing there. So I, I had a point of burnout this fall. I had a little little break rest. I had my one week <laughs> that I took this year, and I just stayed at home. I was so fried. I couldn't create. I couldn't cook. I didn't want to do anything. I want to know all I want to do when I take the next couple of days off. I want to have control of something. So I'm going to clean my pantry <laughs> because I know I need to have control of one thing after what I've been through the last couple of weeks. Which way the saltines are fixed? God damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> and what's on the goddamn up? shelf? I want to know where everything is. <laughs> I don't want to have to look for it for 10 minutes. Like, And it's something so tiny, but that's what I need. I need to feel like I'm in control of something. And that's stupid and it's little, but that's what I know I need. So I'm like, okay, the one thing I'm going to control... She's going to lock the door. Oh. <laughs> she's, good. she's good. Yeah, you. she's saying, go out that door. She's locking the door. I'm glad you're on it because I... No, uh, I, I uh, can translate, uh, Leslie. You're okay, fine. Nice. And, this, and this is why I've always said, you know, when I walk out into retail and, and I tell young people coming into this industry that we're one of the few industries that will put smiles on your face, okay? So in a stressful situation, when I'm able to go out into retail and then just observe 
it just calms me straight down because they're smiling. They're wanting to be here. Yeah. It's a whole different, it's a whole different mindset. And then when you come back, okay, I'm ready for that. That's pressure interesting they say that because our business is someone else's stress relief. So our, yeah, yeah. our stress yeah. maker is someone else's yeah. stress reducer. That's a weird, like, well, you know what I mean? Where, where I go to calm down is where I go to get totally stressed out. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me forward it to you or put it, put it, flip it on you. What do you love when you're picking fresh produce out of your garden in the summer? Do you A, don't have to go buy it at the grocery store. Oh. B, you're saving money. You get to cook with your own food. It tastes better and mm-hmm. it fills your soul. And now you have a shared experience because eating is based around food. We know that. Mm-hmm. Or food and culture are all connected. What do I do to meet up with my friends? We We go somewhere. We have a drink. We have a meal. Or we go do an activity. Right. So you're still getting that piece. It's just, it is our stress during during the day, but it is still an outlet for all of us. Like right now we're getting excited because we're planning farmer's market stuff out in front of, right. for the, for the 2024 season. Like, what does that look like for us? And we're excited about it because we're like, okay, this is something new. This is something different. What could we do? I mean, I'm even play with the idea of growing every single tomato we grow in containers or in the ground, depending on where I find mm-hmm. space, so that we can taste it in August and September side by side with each other and have a salsa competition that Moss sponsors. Yep. Like something fun like that. And so I'm finally getting to that point, even in my burnout, like I'm trying to lean into the things that make me feel good. So it's creating, it's feeding people, it's spending social time. I mean, this weekend I got to spend time with friends. My children volunteered, which is a, change for them and they got to see what i do when i volunteer so i'm helping inspire them and we had a shared experience freezing and mom was psycho but it was an experience (laughs) that was the other oh that was sorry (laughs) the second day was a lot better okay so and and then when you when you are putting watch our past podcast for that story (laughs) so when you're putting these different experiences together it's that shared community you're bringing in a bunch of people absolutely (laughs) <laughs> that have the same likeness and same interest that are going to get the same enjoyment out of that particular community is a huge part of mental yeah. health. You well, read any then, book, yeah. any book regarding rest, it, it's a huge part. Rest yeah. and active rest. So what I mean by rest, <clears throat> taking time away from people, unplugging, finding something that fills your cup. Is that mm-hmm. sleep? Is that binge watching Netflix? Is that reading a book? Whatever that is, rest. Then active rest. So not doing anything except for your body. So mine's CrossFit. I actually made it on Monday. I'm going to make it tomorrow. Damn it. Unless it's something stupid that hurts me. And then I'm going to bitch at Becky the next day because I'm still going to go. So, yeah, it's I'm needing to get that adrenaline, that endorphin rush. I need it. I need it to to heal. So I'm making an active, active effort. I have a sasshole barking at us on the floor. Sorry. We have not paid attention to her in like two episodes. She is not. She's upset. Come here. Come here. So basically get out, get movement, find friends, take the time you need. And if you can figure out your triggers, like I have worked to do, you can kind of get ahead of it and find yourself your resources before it becomes a problem and impacts your day to day. Self-awareness is a superpower. I'm going to write a book eventually. It's going to happen. It's going to be about self-awareness. Maybe that's my new keynote topic. 
I think that that's coming up in this life. At one point, I'm going to have a keynote topic. <laughs> and I think it might be self-awareness as a superpower. Because if you can, I mean, as you pointed out, I, I know those things about myself. Right, which puts you way ahead of a lot of people. Well, and that's probably how I'm a CEO at 38 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, because how many of those are in the world? Yep. Most of them built their own companies. And I didn't just get this job. They, we, I think we've talked about that on former pe yep. podcasts. This was never the plan. It was... The plan was different. The plan went off track and the plan changed. And then I tried to build a ship or at 747, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> so burnout's real. Qualify it, define it, hold your space, take steps, find your toolkit, execute your toolkit. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Now, it's, I have an appointment tomorrow with somebody I'm very looking forward to. I'm going to spiritual release therapy. I don't know if you've ever heard about SRT. And it's just something to check in with my soul to make sure that I'm in an okay place. I feel like she's going to have a lot of material to work with tomorrow. So I'm kind of excited. I always feel lighter. Um, I First time I saw... Is there Sylvia, a lot of yelling? and No. No, I, she... I, it's, a, it's a little hokey. It's a little voodoo-y. Yeah. I, I won't go too much into details, but um, it's all about energies and your higher self and being able to kind of connect with part of yourself that most people don't have access to. And I, I somehow through this individual do. Hmm. And, um, I saw her the first time in May of 2022. And it was funny. My friend came in who actually works in that office. Now she's a masseuse over there. And she goes, oh my God, it's a, you know, the Tuesday after Mother's Day and you have a smile on your face. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, she's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Call she, the rubber truck. She is obviously <laughs> off the rocker. I mean, I was walking through retail and I was trying to be pleasant. And she goes, you're like glowing. I said, I, I went to this therapist that's a little bit out of the box and you know, it really helped. And and I've seen her one other time since then. And I just, I know that <laughs> I need it. It's been a year. So it's actually been over a year. Cool. I haven't seen her since August of 22. So it's my third appointment with her. And I don't need her a lot, but it just helps. It's kind of like, um, you know, people there, you've heard of Reiki. You've not needed, oh, I know Reiki. You know Reiki. Oh, yes. Do you know what Reiki no. is? It's working with the energy fields of your body to remove any blockages. No touch massage is no what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Which I think is a really bad way to explain Oh, it. that's pretty dumb it down it's for it's us a, common folks. Yeah, I was like, it's not quite it's exactly a what I mean. That's a shitty explanation. <laughs> it's working with the energy fills your body. Do I know what happens with it? Absolutely not. I don't understand Reiki, but this is just working with the spiritual side of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just opening up to that. And this person, Sylvia, has a very strong connection to that. And, I mean, basically, my higher self and her tried to bitch slap me into healing last time. They're like, you are not taking enough time for you. I'm like, ironic. We're going to go back and have the exact same conversation with Onyx because she is not getting enough attention. And it's the end of the world. Hmm. So, with this, that's your homework. Figure out what your triggers are. Try to uh, figure out how you fill that cup and work through burnout. And that's how we're going to start the year. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year! Yeah. yeah. So as do we something go, good. You survive the holidays. Look at the positive. Yeah. Then we're gonna tell you how to celebrate uh, Valentine's in an untraditional way. There you oh. go. Like I'm thinking like shooting ranges. And there that, you go. When you said experience, yeah. that's literally what I went yeah. to. Uh, I got to take the fam shoot. Do you know a little fun fact about uh, emergency rooms? The two busiest days in the emergency room. Um, 
in Moscow, Idaho, when I was in school, were Mother's Weekend and Valentine's. <laughs> Mother's Weekend because of mothers mom. getting a little bit mom. too frisky in a fraternity mom. house. And I'll just leave that there and let that <laughs> insert your own. So one of my professor's son used to be an ER guy up in Moscow, Pullman. So I would hear all sorts of fun stories. And then the other one is uh, Valentine's because people get very violent. Yeah. during valentine's day yeah. so i think we could have a dark valentine's day episode that could be kind of fun come up with fun. the most atrocious stories you've ever heard about valentine's or we could do fun gardening flowers yeah. i mean that would be a little bit more warm and fuzzy a little more on we'll topic see. but we'll not, not as fun to talk about no, probably. I know. <laughs> all right and if you guys have anything you want us to talk about or want us to cover um let us know let us know on the facebook that's a good spot to get us and with that please um Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Subscribe to our channels. Share it with your friends. And with that, um, we invite you to go live life in full color because playing is pretty boring. Thanks, guys. Bye.